The markets are crashing. Is Bitcoin going to follow? Let's jump in, take a look at what is going on. We have a lot happening today um, with the markets down 1.29 on the Dow, 1.37 on the S&P, 1.87 on the NASDAQ. And the big news of the day, obviously, is uh, bond yields. We'll take a look at bond yields in a minute, but uh, the 10-year treasury at levels we have not seen uh, for probably 20 years, 17 years, somewhere around there. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is voted out as speaker in the uh, in the Senate, uh, in the House, first time in the uh, in the House of Representatives that's, that that has ever happened. So he's been kicked out as speaker uh, for putting the stopgap together for government funding and getting that pushed through. So he did get voted out. Interesting times, very polarizing times, a lot of political discourse right now. Uh, and the 30-year mortgage is inching its way towards 8% or racing its way towards 8%. We haven't seen that rate in a long time either. So we got a lot going on. So let's jump in here and take a look at the charts <clears throat> and see where we're at. This is the Dow Jones coming off of that January 2022 high down to the October 22 low with a Fibonacci retracement now working its way back to the 0.5, well below the 200-day. So if we have the 50 First resistance, found support, then resistance at the 100. Now it's um, rejected on the 200-day, heading for the 0.5 Fibonacci level. Uh, we have the NASDAQ. Let's take a look at the NASDAQ here. Uh, NASDAQ not quite as low, just uh, losing the 100, not quite uh, to the 200 or the 0.5 yet at the 618. As we know, tech uh, really led this rally and has really been holding the markets up in general. S&P uh, working its way to that all-important 4,200 level, which is the 200-day moving average. Probably we'll get there tomorrow. Let's see uh, if that works out. The RSI on the S&P working at oversold levels, but as we know, that can get down there and stay oversold for quite a while if you look at you know, some of the lows that we've seen in the past. So it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow with markets and then the big pressure. We have a VIX. Uh, you know, starting to rise almost as high as we had back in May. And uh, yeah, back in May, the last time we had these lows in the markets, right in this March, April, May, right in this area, right in here was the last time the VIX spiked a little bit, but still not as high uh, as we saw back in March. So still a long way to go. That was your March lows right there. And then of course that uh, October lows, uh, you know, in this area here, September, October, the Dixie still marching. Uh, a lot of people were looking for a reversal on the Dixie after uh, the other day, but uh, Dixie did move on and hit the 107 level. Let's take the moving averages off because that doesn't matter on this. Um, let's take a look at the two year. Uh, still kind of hanging in there, not putting in that new high yet, but the 10 year is off to the races. Look at that spike right there in the 10 year. 4.8%. And again, you've got to go all the way back to right in this area here of 2007. Uh, so 2007 was the last time we saw uh, a spike, August of 2007. What does that look like in the markets? We'll go back to August of 2007. And the markets right here is July, August. August of 2007 is in this area right before the big avalanche into the great financial crisis. Of course, this is a very different environment right now. We don't have a mortgage crisis like we did back then. We don't have a housing market about to bust and crash. Like then, we do have a housing market that is correcting uh, because of the record high mortgage rates. 
uh, and the lack of inventory. Uh, people are not putting their houses up for sale, so that's putting a lot of pressure on inventories. Oil rebounded a little bit today, but still well off of the $95 highs. So is this a bounce? Uh, and then more downside to come, maybe revisit that $78 level. We'll have to see. Um, right now, a lot of people call it for $100 barrel oil. A lot of people call it for that $78 barrel oil. So we'll just have to see how that goes. We do know that China is slowing down and the demand is down in China. That is weighing heavily. Let's take a look at Bitcoin. Uh, again, tracing the uh, November low to this recent high here. And uh, we have uh, rejecting at the 236 level, finding support on the 382. But that's not really what's super important uh, for Bitcoin right now. Really, it's the trend uh, and to see if Bitcoin can find support on this trend line here, finding resistance on this uh, trend here of the higher highs and higher lows. So right now, this could be a higher low that could be moving on. Uh, from there. So we'll just have to wait and see. Let's look at the daily moving average on Bitcoin to see where we're at. So rejecting on that 200-day moving average, <clears throat> obviously, which is not good, kind of got up here. That 100, 200 is getting ready to cross. We looked at that. Uh, but rejecting on the 200 is not good. On the weekly, same thing, rejecting on the 200 weekly, but above the 50-week moving average. Last time we lost the 50-week, it was really downhill from there. Rejected on the 50-week here, recovered and have stayed above the 50-week, but below the 100 ever since. Really need to reclaim those moving averages to see any upside. So generally, uh, a lot of times Bitcoin will lag. Bitcoin's not down that much. Had a little bit of a pump over, over a few days here. Let's look at what this move was all in all. About a 9%, almost 10% move, and has retraced that by 5% right now. Uh, a lot of this was just short liquidations, lack of liquidity in the markets, but also the ETFs getting punted and kicked down the road, took a little bit of wind out of the sales of the Bitcoin market right now. So price is probably going to just continue uh, to consolidate along in this area like we've been talking about right here between that 25 uh, and really the overall overall trend lately has been that 25 to 30, 31,000. I don't know if it'll get back up in that range again. That was with the ETF buzz uh, that popped it up into those levels. The grayscale win and the ETF buzz is really what pushed it to that last level. Kind of unwinding that now. So the real question is, are we going to you know, continue to level down here and range in that previous level of that 20 to 25? So right now, uh, have a little bit of a reversal. We just have to keep an eye on it, see what happens. Sometimes Bitcoin can follow the markets. The momentum rolling over to Bitcoin, we could see a sell-off on Bitcoin here, dropping back down to that $25,000 level, potentially checking the range. And it could just kind of continue in this pattern for a while, which is, you know, a pattern of higher lows and higher highs, uh, you know, for this range right here. This is a lower higher high in comparison to previous, you know, highs. Uh, but that is just slightly higher high than this one. Uh, this is slightly lower high or uh, higher low than this one right here. In this area, so if the market reverses right on this, could potentially be just another, uh, you know, this one here is about equal, but this could potentially be a higher low if it continued on from there. Uh, but more downside is likely in the cards. Let's take a look at Ethereum. Pretty much track along with Bitcoin as well as the rest of the altcoin market. You know, price action has been pretty similar. Whenever Bitcoin pops, you know, the altcoins will pop and Ethereum right along with it with a few outliers here and there. But Overall, you know, Seoul had a nice little pop the other day. 
but overall, everything just kind of ranging, trending, consolidating, you know, waiting for the next leg. What does the uh, Bitcoin dominance uh, is staying above the channel and broke out a little bit to that 50% range? You know, this does uh, take into consideration, you know, all of the uh, crypto, you know, altcoins, which are, you know, including stable coins. If you look at total two, still hasn't run uh, as far down as it has in the past. Right now, total two has only come down uh, a total of 69%. With past cycles, we've seen the total two contract quite a bit more, especially 2017, 2018. Let's take a look at that, where we saw a correction of about 92%. So, you know, the altcoins could still drop, you know, 92 back down to this range here. Um, total three, same thing. So there could be more downside for the altcoins before it's all said and done. Right now, Bitcoin is the king. This is the next halving projected to come in around the 25th of April. And, uh, you know, Bitcoin could kind of range into that, maybe drop a little bit. And then generally it's going to be off to the races after that. At least in the past three halvings, that's what we've seen. So right now the market is king. Uh, rates matter. Uh, liquidity matters, the Fed matters, and that's what's going on right now. All of this sell-off, the story is uh, bond yields, and that's sucking a lot of liquidity out of the markets. The government debt is front and center on people's minds and discord in government, even though they passed the stop gap funding with McCarthy Carthy out of the picture now. Uh, we have 45 days now to put together a longer-term funding deal. It's going to be much more difficult with him out of the picture with uh, everything that's going on in Congress. So these are the things I'm looking at. I'll see you in the next video.